Hello, 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 everybody. It's week five in the NFL. And if you haven't known already, football's officially back. We got a lot of good teams, a lot of surprising teams. Uh, it's been a couple couple weeks since we've been on last week, too, I think. So that's good to have you back, Nick. Yes, sir. A couple weeks, a couple weeks, a little more uh, data to go off of when we're talking about these teams. It's a little bit, you know, not as much speculation. We're basically a quarter of the way through which is kind of depressing to kind of say that. But, yeah. you know, we got that extra game. So not quite, not quite. It's been a good start to this NFL season. One full month in the books here. Uh, I'm excited to, to go into week five. But before we do that, let's go ahead and talk about some news. We'll start off with, uh, we'll start off with Cole Beasley here. Beasley, Man- Beasley. Mans is retiring after 11 years. To me, it yeah. kind of comes as a shock. But as I read into the article, I began to be upset with Tom Brady a little bit more. <laughs> so old boy Beasley is retiring because he wants to be a full-time dad. And I am all for that. He wants to be a better dad, a better husband. He wants to be present. 11 years in the league, you know, he's done his due diligence. This was a chance for the board to win a, win a ring here. And, you know, he's, he's going to hang up the cleats. And that's fine. Um, but I can guarantee you, Giselle and the strong female leaders in this league who are partnered with these fantastic athletes, uh, their voices are finally being heard. Um, uh, it's tough, you know, it's almost like sending your husband out, uh, to be deployed somewhere because you're not going to see them for several months at a time, um, uh, at least physically having them in the home or whatnot, unless you know you're living in this in the city of the team's organization. But you know, you're, you're, you're and you know, a lot of players don't do, yeah. So, like, I understand it. You know, you want your husband, you want your father to be present, you know. And Tom, dude, you've been doing this for a minute my entire life, minus three years. Like, our entire yeah. like life, as in like what we've actually remembered, yep. And before that, because yeah. I was not remembering things at two years old. <laughs> No, neither was I. So, you know, I give Tom Brady all the credit. He's been doing this a long time and doing it damn well. No, we're not but, giving him any credit. But right now, like, you know, he's he's facing some personal battles in his mm-hmm. uh in his relationship. And so, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if he took a few weeks off here just to kind of get things going, but you know, he won't, so whatever. Um He already tried that. He did. He took a week off. It was training camp though, not as serious as you know the the Bucks are struggling a little bit. He's not going to do that now. Maybe if they're four and zero, but so. well, you think you think maybe uh, Cole Beasley from his uh, new well former teammate for like a couple days, and Tom Brady. You know, his wife was scrolling through Twitter and saw some about divorce lawyers and was like, "Hey, uh, what do you think of this?" <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. Uh, you've been doing this a while. I think uh, I think that conversation with Cole Beasley and his wife went something more like, "Boy, if you don't get your ass up in this house and get them damn cleats off the field, I'm about to divorce your ass." And that's the last thing he wants. He's got kids. He's got a family. Like I, I completely understand. Um, good for him. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to do that. You know, and it's probably something Tom Brady hasn't been able to perfect. So I guarantee you, Tom's probably asking him for advice right now. 
How was that yeah. decision so easy? Yeah. I mean, you think it'd be easy after winning seven chips and you're straight. Like, come on, bro. You're a guaranteed Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and um, it's probably a little easier for, you know, Cole Beasley. He's going to go retire and they'll be like, oh, yeah, you retired. You even remember he was a cowboy? Like, no. Like, I think of him as a buff, a Buffalo Bill, which is yeah. strange. But, like, yeah, because he's not Tom. And I wonder I wonder what happened, like, this offseason when he retired, came back. I mean, because I know Giselle for the last couple of years has been like, stop. Like, yeah, like you're 40, uh, dude. Yeah, I mean, maybe he makes out with their kids more than her and – you know, he's just gets jealous. Giselle gets yeah, jealous. Jealous of his their kid. That's that it's unsettling to think about. A little bit, but you know, those jokes are there. <laughs> you gotta make them when you can. Exactly. That's the perfect time. But yeah, no, that's 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 Cole Beasley, you know, hanging up the cleats eleven years, you know, good career. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll be a Hall of Famer. We'll see. He's no, a- no, he's not. He's a good era athlete. I'll say that. But yeah, he one of the more dependable receivers of the last decade. But like, no, 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 nothing like that. So, well, moving on from that to a player who could potentially be a Hall of Fame athlete himself or Hall of Fame uh, inductee himself, middle linebacker Bobby Wagner, after his multiple multiple seasons. In Seattle, Legion of Boom, uh, he's in L.A. And, you know, on this past Monday night, uh, there was an incident in the in the Rams-Niners game. And, he laid uh, the boom. We had a, yeah, we had a fan rush the field, had the pink shit blowing all up in the air, running around, running around. Uh, I'm all for animal rights. Don't get me wrong. I love, I love making sure. Is animals... that what was on his shirt? Yeah, he was an animal rights activist, man. <laughs> I thought it was. A, I thought it was a gender reveal. He's like, they, <laughs> that is selfish. Now you'll never be able to take your kid to that ballpark ever again. I mean, you but... can drop him off. <laughs> Won't be able to go. Nah, but poor Bobby. He did what I think I would have done in that situation, and and just stopped the madness and just decked him. You know, right on the field. Uh, it looked like he tried to, you know, lower his shoulder and his helmet. So he was not hitting this oh, guy. Oh no, but... that was, that was exactly what he's been doing for the past decade on the field. Like, it didn't matter that it was like a scrawny dude who looked like me. So it was yeah. like, no, we're, and you know, I can kind of see. All right, all right. Let me start with this. Like, we've seen players tackle, you know, people who run on the field all the time. Yeah. Right. I don't know if I've ever seen one that hard, and I think for me, you know, it compounded like. They it's it's a rivalry game, you know. He he's this first time playing the 49ers as a Ram, but he played the 49ers twice his whole career. He probably doesn't like him, you know. And then that game was tough, was not going their way the other night. So I feel like it was just compounding anger, and he just took it out on this dumbass who was like running onto the field. Yeah, you know. But the what case is he filing against him? Like a aggravated assault, like. Yeah, I think I think so. No, you're not gonna win that. No, he's not. not gonna win that. You are not gonna win that. I'm sorry, dude. You you broke the law, first of all. So it it was 
I mean, what, what, what are you going to do? You're going you gonna to sue the fucking security guards that tackle you too a little too hard? And yeah, they exactly. Said in the report, they said in the report that the that the protester uh, suffered burns. Man's had turf burns. And he's suing. Not suing, but he's filing a report. Like, come on, man. He's suing the turf. <laughs> no, I, I. it's always funny when you hear that. Did you see Peyton Manning's reaction? No, what he said. <laughs> Peyton was like, oh, get him, get him. And then, like, Bobby Wagner hit him. He was like, oh, yeah, what a good hit. Bro, it was funny. You got to watch it. Peyton, Peyton's hilarious. Peyton's real. I love that. Peyton's my guy. You know what I, I, I found out last week? You've seen his setup on the the Manning cast? Like, have basement? you seen? He what? In his basement? No, it's like his friend's garage. His friend was like, yeah, I'll, I'll fix up my garage for you. Wow. I was like, what the? But it, I mean, it looks good. In Denver, Colorado. Having a good time. Yeah. He should run for mayor. Oh, he would win. <laughs> he would win easy. He, he wouldn't have to it. say any issues. He could just go into every like debate. Just Omaha. <laughs> People in Denver would be like, oh, I like that guy. That's a good guy. But no, yeah, that's absolutely that's, that's a little bit of news nonsense there with Bobby Wagner. We all know that the NFL isn't isn't gonna do anything. You know, Bobby Wagner could apologize if he wanted to for roughing him up a little too much, but He's not. He's standing his ground. What he did was right in my eyes. Uh, so there's no there's no issue there. No, no. Moving on to a, a bigger issue, though, uh, to kick off the entire football weekend. Thursday night, we had a quarterback suffer a pretty tough injury um, to a Tonga Vailoa. Uh, bad head injury. He should not have been in that game in the first place. Um after what happened in, uh, in Miami uh, with the Bills, he was stumbling, dude. He was always, there's no way he should have been able to come back and play in that game. I understand, no. I understand that's a rivalry in and of itself, too, but Buffalo, but I mean, you guys were fine. Uh, and obviously, this what happened that this past week on Thursday is exactly the reason why. Less than four days, official four days, uh, had passed, and he was playing another game. And honestly, the fact that he had uh had t- was a routine sack you know it was a little rough sure but it wasn't like uh, uh an insane... in cincinnati yeah. yeah yeah but it wasn't it wasn't an, an obnoxious hit or anything it was it was a good sack or a good mm-hmm. pressure you know and brought mm-hmm. him down there's a good takedown and he just hit his head on the right spot and it caused everything to seize up and it looked bad man no i so i uh i was watching when he got hit in the uh, Buffalo game. Well, I mean, he didn't get hit. He got thrown down. But I mean, it was clear as day. His head smacked so hard on the ground. That one looked worse than the one on Thursday. Yeah. And I think it it was just a compounding thing because like when he when he got up, I was like, dang. And then he stumbled. I was like, oh, it's Teddy Tom. Like he's done. Like Teddy needs to come in. And the fact that he came out like because I remember after halftime they were like, yeah, two was starting. I was like, huh? Two was starting. I don't know. I don't know why they rushed that. Cause like I've seen players, you know, like get their helmets taken, you know, and they've seemed fine, but like they're like, yo, you got hit pretty bad and or hit your head pretty bad, however, way, which way, you know. And for him to come back, it's like, mm. and then on a short week, especially. And, you know, like you said, I don't think it was a bad, it was not a dirty play. Who was it? Hendrickson, Trey Hendrickson or something? Yeah. Yeah. 
but he like because you see when they kind of like swing him down because you know two is trying to evade the pressure and you know he just kind of threw him a little bit but like there was nothing nothing egregious about the play but then when you get up and they show the replay i was like oh my gosh just him laying on the ground like it was disturbing seeing his his hands like that and i was like bro this dude is like he might be done like done done which you know as a as a football player you know you're never going to be like oh yeah i'm never going to play again especially like a young one like tua but that was yeah on football like that was a ufc kind of knockout yeah yeah you know with the finger locking up even his leg you saw stiffened up and mm-hmm. and just didn't relax and so it was scary seeing him go off the field like that on the cart i mean it was good good news to hear later in the hospital that he was okay you know um but you know it's still it's still scary to think about and i really hope they take i mean miami took really good uh action right the nfl players association uh put in a, uh, a petition to get the the Miami doctor fired and they did so um that's that, that's good on them because he had no business being in that second half of last week and then no this entire game or part of the game I'm half. almost I'm almost wondering like how much of that do you put on Tua because do you think I mean I'm I I'm telling you right now like I would put like five percent or less on Tua because you would think like in the Bills game mo- mostly you would think you would have a headache right yeah you'd be like man i don't know man because i've had concussions before and my head just kind of rings yeah it's like numb and so you keep going because it's just numb Mm -hmm. i I had had a concussion in uh, high school my sophomore year when i first moved out here and i mean that put me out for like two and a half three months Oh damn! It was it was a long time, and I came back, and immediately the first practice I was in, I got rolled on by a three hundred pound dude. My ankle sprained, so I was out for. Damn! A... <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, you're not playing. I did not play. We, we tried to tell you you're not playing, but I came back for playoffs, so you know, a little special teams action because you know I didn't play a whole freaking season. <laughs> yeah. But... No, my last one was freshman year of high school. I I just came back the next week. I was like. I'm fine. You know, maybe got a little bit of CTE. No big deal. Nah, but, you know, you got to take this seriously. You know, people are probably speculating that he should retire. And that's, you know, that's quick thinking, I think. But at the same time, you know, the reality is it, is. it might be. I mean, obviously, like, I it's the safest one. I wouldn't be surprised if Tua does. Like, I don't think so, but it wouldn't be like a complete blindside. Right. I mean, I think there's a reason why uh, Andrew Luck retired as early as he did. He was taking a lot of hits. He was a quarterback that would go into tackles and, you know, lay down the boom himself. But over time, that takes a toll. Yeah. And so, good on Now he's organizing book clubs. What was that? Now he's organizing book clubs. Is that what he's doing? I don't know. Look at him. He kind of looks like (laughs) his deep-ass voice. Yeah, I know. There's always been something a little weird about Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. But I'll tell you what, he could be the quarterback of my team any day. He's a stud. Bro, yes. That was a different time with Andrew Luck. Because he... It was crazy. Like, the Colts go from Peyton Manning, 2-14 year, and then Andrew Luck. Like... Yeah. 
that's cr- like they want to talk about the Chargers going from Rivers to Herbert. That's almost crazier that the Colts did that. Yeah, still only one ship. Chargers right. zero. You know, Chargers gonna do what the Chargers do. <laughs> They're not Chargers up. Mm-mm, never are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he retired to be the safest option, but you know, to a yeah. I still doubt it. Just take careful care of the guy. That's all we ask. I don't think he's playing this week. No, he shouldn't play for the next two weeks, I would I would assume. Yeah. At the I'll very least. Yeah, you know, I mean, the luxury of playing on Thursday is maybe they can say, oh, he sit out this week, and that's almost two weeks. But no, nah, I, I would say two weeks. Yeah. To be safe, at least two weeks. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well... Let's get over this somberness here with a little bit of a little bit of football football. We're getting into week five here, and we've got some pick threes to make, my guy. What is our record going into week five here? What is our record? Okay, what is your record and what is my record? I don't know what my record is. I'd have to look. I thought you were the book guy. Ah shoot. Oh shoot. Well, if we can recall, we can do a little recap here. We can't do a little recap. I will pull up. You look at the book. I'll pull up the last two weeks that we did not give you guys. All right. So I week the one. First week, I was terrible. Week one. Uh, that's when we had Tucker on. Right. So week yep. one. Uh, Nick, you had Dennis. Uh, wow. Dennis. You had Denver winning. You had Tennessee winning. You had Cincinnati winning. Your result. Oh, and three. Big donut. A big donut. I had Carolina, Miami, and Washington, and my result was two and one. Solid. Okay. So going into week two, all right, you had Kansas City, Denver, and Buffalo. Three dubs, three no. Another donut. There we go. Okay. So I had Cincinnati, Miami, and Buffalo. One, uh, two and one, another two and one, two and one, two and one. So we're looking at four and two. You're three and three, five hundred. That's crazy. How much that that three and zero oh helped me? Yeah. Because now I'm now I'm like sitting one game back. All right, and then week week three, you had Cincy, the Raiders, or Cincy over the Jets, the Raiders over the Titans, and Tampa over Green Bay. So one and two. What? I had uh, Vikings over Lions, Giants over Cowboys, Titans over Raiders. So two and one. What are we at? Are we tied then? We tied after three weeks? Four, five, and three. Wait, that can't be right. Five and four for me. How does that make any sense? Who, oh, who? Stupid Kyle. Hold on. Stupid. Hold on. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> so that was three and one leading into week three and then one and two coming out of week three. So that puts me at four and three. How does that No, make... you were you were two and one. I was two and one week one, two and one week two. So that puts me at four, four and two. two. Yeah. yeah. And then you were now. one and two. Okay, so yeah, five and five four. and four. Both five and four? 
Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Week four. All right. I think you pulled back over this week. Um, all right, all right, all right. Dang, where are we at? Okay, I got it. So I picked Vikings over Saints, Cowboys over Commanders, and Colts over Titans. So I went 2-1 and one as the Colts did not beat the Titans. Correct. And you picked the Vikings over the Saints, the Cardinals over the Panthers, and the 49ers over the Rams, a 3-0, and taking an 8-4 to lead to my 7-5. and Damn. Damn. Mm. So we are coming into a, a very intense week five. It could swing either way, to be honest. I'm sure it'll be like this most of the year. Gonna have to. It's, all right, a, all right. it's a rubbish four and four here. I'm not upset with that. Mm-mm. We're we're a quarter of the way through. Pretty tight race. I think it's gonna take either you know, like a couple weeks in a row of you getting two and one, three and oh, and me getting one and two, oh, and three, or, or vice versa, or something. Mm. So, really be like, all right, I got to pick cupcake games, but yeah, I don't know. It still might be tough. Yeah, I went ahead just to just kind of gain some momentum here. I, I picked a couple cupcake games. Um, but to be honest with you, now that I'm looking back at it, I look like an AFC East fanboy over here. Here are my picks. I got the Dolphins to top the Jets, 27-14. I got Buffalo to rumble all over Pittsburgh, 38-13. And I got New England edging it out at Detroit, 33-21. They're at Detroit? Uh, Correction, they're at home against Detroit. At home. Yeah, I like that. I I think, and this is going to make me throw up saying this, like that, that, Lions game kind of scares me a little bit because like I don't know why the the Patriots have been so up and down and I know they lost last week but they were so up like I mean they they were close against the Packers and so I just feel like this might be one of their down weeks but at the same time like it's the Lions you know they lost a game scoring 40 something points yeah which I don't know what they the Detroit Lions, because there's no D in Detroit nope. to be found anywhere. It's nope. like the first week, Philly put up 38, something like that, 41 or something like that. Like, no, bro, like, no. You can't win games giving up 20-plus points on a weekly basis. It's it's ridiculous. Uh-uh. I mean, the good news is they're matching it, which is wild, but they're not being – It's it, your defense can only hold so much. And what's and what what is kind of – I mean, I guess not not y'all game because you guys had to come back on them a little bit. But aside from your game, like the Vikings game, they were down big. And then they were like, all right, let's score. Because I think they were down like 31-15, you know, so two scores. And they just couldn't quite catch up to Seattle. Rashard Penny was going crazy on them. So, like, you never know with, with them. But, hey, I got I got a... Patriots running back on my fantasy team, so I feel pretty good about them numbers Yeah, coming up. Hopefully that catapults me to another 3-0, and but, you know, I, I really do think the... Honestly, even the Miami game might be a little iffy, but Teddy Bridgewater in, he didn't look all that good last week. I mean, you're coming no. in cold, I understand. Good news is he did play on Thursday. 
He's got a couple of days in his back pocket, then a whole week, you know. So now he's probably back in the football mode, football mode. So we'll we'll see. 27-14, that's kind of like if two was in and he's healthy. Mm -hmm. I really want to be logistical here, maybe 20 to 17 Miami, but you know, I'm okay with 27-14. Because if he yeah. clicks and he's meshing, then there's still the same high powered offense. So Mm -hmm. But then that that that, that Detroit game, um, the sole reason why they're losing is because it's the Detroit. Like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Come on. No, it's still never good to bet on Detroit. No, like, and you never will find a bet in any of my bet slips on Detroit. So, mm -mm. no, you you got you your morals are too high. <laughs> and then you know, going back to that um, Miami and Jets game, thinking about it, I don't this so. I guess this ties into another one of your picks, the Steelers losing. Are the Steelers, like, terrible? Because Zach Wilson came back, and he looked a little rusty, but they and they still pulled it out at the end. I think you know, like, the Steelers are in full rebuild mode right now. Kenny Pickett throwing three picks. Yeah. His first Trubisky. throw was a pick. Mitch Trubisky is extremely shaky. Like, dude, like, Pittsburgh is in – full on rebuild mode whether they choose to believe it or not i know we have yeah. that whole mike tomlin winning season yeah. streak on it's, the line it's over it's over but you know he had a good run a really good run so incredibly yeah it's 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 time to you know accept reality and understand that you're rebuilding and it's gonna it's gonna be okay if you expect kenny pickett to be your man maybe let him start the rest of the way get some practice i would i would for sure so and if anything goes wrong, you still have Mitch Trubisky, who clearly hasn't shown that he should be a starter, but he's a decent backup. You have a chance to win. You just have to win. That's all. And don't like what what the Steelers need is prolonged offense time on the field because with a defense that is without TJ Watt, you know, a big playmaker, a big pass rusher, that defense can't be on the field all game long. So, I mean, quick strikes, big touchdowns, big plays, that's great and all. You're putting up points. Awesome. Cool. But you need to be able to chew up some clock. You need a quarterback that's going to be able to do it. It might not happen this week. It might not happen next week. But, dang it, if you put Kenny Pickett in, give him some time, like come week 10, come week 12, you, you will have a losing record, sure. But <laughs> You will be losing. <laughs> but... um you will definitely be able to see, you know, what kind of a, a quarterback you have. And if he's definitely not one for the future, then you can trade away him. You can trade away Mitch and you can try to find a good quarterback in, in, in return for it. If you're dishing out to. So I don't know. I, I, yeah. But Pittsburgh though, full rebuild mode, Buffalo is going to run circles around these guys. Yes. And that is a perfect segue into my pick threes because my first one is Buffalo 30, Pittsburgh 13. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I I don't know where this game is at. Uh, oh, Buffalo in Buffalo? Nah, it's done. It's over. Uh, we're both at least one and two because that one, like if this were, you know, those survivor leagues, this is a yeah. game I would pick. This is oh, absolutely sure. a game I would pick. You know, like, Kenny Pickett wasn't – I mean, he didn't play awful. He was running the ball pretty good. But, like, the Bills' defense is different. This is not the Jets. And the Jets made him look, you know, like a rookie QB. So, it's not going to be – no. I'll, I'm with you. Everything that you said, it's 
it's not his time. They will have a losing record, but it's not like he doesn't have weapons, you know? Yeah. So, you know, he could get it going. And the Steelers' offense has been bad, like really bad. Yeah. So, I mean, they only beat the their only win. They only won because Burrow threw five picks, you know? So, yeah. That offense is just atrocious. My other pick, you're going to like this one. Minnesota 34, Chicago 17. There you go. It's looking like a Chicago missed again. As it should. I don't know about Justin Fields, man. Like, I understand when, you know, rookie QBs come in and struggle. It's a different game, especially from Ohio State. For some reason, they be coming in ass. But, like, then he gets a new coach his second year, you know, never helps. But, Mm -hmm. like, he was just throwing some throws, like, way high, super inaccurate, into double coverage. Like, it just doesn't seem like he's getting it, Justin Fields is, you know. And I do feel as if we are a little quick to turn the page on quarterbacks like immediately you know don't really give them like a chance anymore but but (laughs) at the same time what's what's wrong with like say you have a top five pick every year just keep drafting the quarterback i mean you're gonna hit one eventually (laughs) but if you hang on to a guy that you know isn't the guy what's the point in building around him right just to be asked you know it, it's a it's a different way of looking at it. it. It seems kind of pointless, you know, every other year drop a quarterback. But like, hey, if you know there's no reason to beat around the bush, screw it. So that's why I got Minnesota. But hey, we were talking about this earlier. Like, y'all not getting a buy after London. Like, do you think that might screw with y'all? Like, maybe it'll be a little closer than it should. Because that's uh, a long trip. It is a long trip. I I I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to be too much of an issue. I'm pretty sure they left immediately after the game. So mm-hmm. they get back in the United States Sunday night, you know, to them it's Monday night. So if anything, they feel like they got an extra day's rest in a way. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. And then, I, I mean, know. since they didn't have a bye, they have the next best thing, you know, whilst in the Bears. Bears, yeah, absolutely. You got Justin Fields who can't play. To... Okay, I'm not going to be too mean. He's just not there. He's not no. there. Justin Fields is how I really wish Jalen Hurts. But the sad reality is Jalen Hurts is playing lights out. He's balling. Yeah. He's balling. He's, he's scared right now. He could be MVP oh, yeah. this year. I think he's probably leading it right now. If not him, uh, Lamar Jackson. But you know mm-hmm. Lamar's not winning as much as he is. Yep, that's the difference is four and overs, two and two. Yep. And then my last pick, AFC West pick. Uh, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say my pick. And then I'm gonna say something that is heartbreaking to me. Uh-uh. Chiefs thirty-one, Raiders twenty-three on Monday Night Football. Is in Kansas City. The Raiders. Aren't that good. They got lucky last weekend. I mean, they, Josh Jacobs, for some reason, he is elite against Denver. Like, he, I don't know, he had 144 yards, and every other team, he's like garbage. I don't yeah. get it. Every, every year he goes off on us. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know why. It's, it's something about the, the colors of our jersey or something. I don't know. Mm. But I got Kansas City over Vegas. 
that puts Vegas at one and four, essentially done. Yeah, at this point. And I think I'm ready to say, like, Chargers, Denver, who I think both of them are winning this week. I think Denver will win tomorrow. I think the Chargers will beat the Browns. I think it's a battle for second place between Denver and L.A. Kansas City's looking like Kansas City of old days, yeah. you know. Like what the 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 Bucks defense going in was one, and the Chiefs put up forty one. Yeah, and I don't know how they keep getting away with that stupid play where they'll send a tight end in motion. I've seen it with Kelsey, whoever number eighty three is, and they'll like the tight end will be in motion. They'll stop under the center, snap the ball, and you know basically QB sneak with the tight end. Mahomes is in shotgun. I don't know how they keep getting away with that play. They've done it like seven times. Like, come on. But, I mean, they did it again. And, you know, Andy Reid pushes all these right buttons. And I hate it. I hope they lose a couple games that they shouldn't have. You know, like the Colts, you know. And I say all that. And, you know, Denver and the Chargers would still only be one game back. And, you know, ball bounce is funny. Mahomes is hurt for a couple weeks. Ankles, something, you know. You hope not. But, wow. I I don't know, man. <laughs> what? What are you giggling at? Hey, I mean, it's wishful thinking, right? No, I'm not wishing that he gets hurt. I'm saying, like, you never know because he was hurt last year for a couple of games, you know. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's the only chance Denver or LA can uh, pull ahead. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Which is, oh man, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. Trust me, that's that's like having Aaron Rodgers in your backyard for the last God knows how many years. 13 plus yeah. for sure. So yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and I'll have it for the next 13 years of my life. So hey, you got him young. That's tough. I know you have an upset though. Who do you got this week? You gonna like this one? Philly. I picked against them before our last podcast, and we were way wrong. Yeah. Kirk Cousins was still primetime Kirk Cousins. I'm sorry. That game was terrible. Doo-doo. We don't got to talk about that. But we will talk about Arizona finally putting together a full game. Arizona in the first half has been god-awful. And I know this because I have Kyler Murray on my fantasy team, and every single game going into halftime, he has had less than three points. But he finishes with like 24. And so this is in Arizona. They kind of, you know, it felt like they got back on track last week, aside from the pick six Kyler threw in Carolina. But I think this is the first time the uh, the Cardinals play a full game. I got them 28-27. They are five-point underdogs in Arizona. Ooh, that's a good pick in the desert. I like that. You had a red hot. No more, no more. No more uh, undefeated teams after this week. That's what yeah. I'm calling. I like that. I appreciate that. I hate Philly. <laughs> Philly, Philly. Shoot. Do you have a score for that game? 28-27. Oh, that's right. 28-27. Yeah. Close one. That is a I close think, one. I think Kyler, you know, runs his tiny little stub legs into an end zone <laughs> fourth quarter touchdown. That would be something. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, look at the Arizona, the the Vegas game they had. That was insane. Yeah. Kyler Murray was doing everything for them. 
he he plays hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's come he's come back. I know a couple of weeks ago, you know, I was I was talking about you know him not being the guy anymore, and uh, you know he doesn't study his playbook and yada yada yada. Well, when but it make, looked like it. When you make plays like that, you don't need to study a damn playbook, boy. No, it's funny because like he he's kind of like Russell Wilson in that like some of their best plays aren't from a playbook. Right. They're like, oh shoot, I got to get out of the pocket, got to scramble around. Oh, there's DeAndre Hopkins. There's Tyler Lockett. Let me throw it downfield. You yeah. know. Like they're very similar in that manner. So, you know, maybe that's why Kyler's like, oh, I'll just I'll play Madden. Play a little bit. <laughs> I got a Super Bowl to win. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who can blame the guy? That would be a nice upset. That would be a mm-hmm. great upset. Mm-hmm. My upset takes us across the field or across the country to the other side. We got Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Yes, sir. Atlanta coming in as a little bit of an underdog. I tell you what, the Falcons have Although they've, they've, you know, showed up on the bottom end of the scoreboard uh, two out of the last four weeks, they were close, right? You look at that Rams game. They came back. They roared they back in that game. That got me questioning L.A. L.A., I think, is still... L.A. is Well, never mind. I mean, we're back on that. They're not a powerhouse. I think anybody could probably beat L.A. Uh, but I mean, LA yeah, moved... they just got whooped. Yeah. By the Niners, but yeah. you no know, Atlanta. Atlanta showed me something that uh, I didn't think could ever be done, and that they could potentially come back and win a game. You saw how they played against Seattle. Was a team that you know people were kind of like, "Huh, Gino might be that guy." You know, after that game uh, to kick off the season with you guys, uh, he's been. He, I mean, he's been playing okay, not not bad, uh, but. Atlanta kind of silenced a lot of the, the Seattle fans out there. And now they're sitting at two and two. It's like, huh, all right. We already know that they can build up a lead and blow it, right? And they did it week one. <laughs> yep. But, you know, to be able to come back from, God, how many points were they down to the Rams? Like 17? 20? 20? Yeah, 17, 20, something like that. It was a lot. Fourth quarter, and they did it. And so, I mean, there's hope. The uh, the Bucks have not been playing their best football all year. Um, plagued with a little bit of injuries, some uh, romantic dramas going on off the field. Nobody's head is really in it, unfortunately. And Todd Bowles has to take the run of it. Uh, I say the Falcons squeak this one by 24-21. And they're on top of the division come Monday. Where's the game at? It is at Tampa. that's even tougher but it's hard to argue because they beat the cowboys and you know they beat the cowboys when dak played like trash week one and they beat the saints and i think we're learning the saints aren't that good not nearly as good as we thought something's up with alvin Kamara. i i mean i know he was injured last week didn't play but there's something up with him Mm. and then their offense was just terrible against the Packers. And the Chiefs came in and it was never close. You know, it almost felt like he might, Tom Brady might have like pulled him back into that game, but the final score was not as, as bad as the Chiefs beat them, really. You know, yeah, no, that final score does not do what the Chiefs no, did any no. justice. Cause I think they were up 28 to seven at one point, the Chiefs were. 
I mean, yeah, even halftime, like the Bucks yeah. came back and scored right before the half. But I mean, we're looking at a what was it twenty seven or twenty? It was like twenty three to ten at like right before Tampa Bay scored. So twenty three seventeen at the half doesn't look bad, but then you know, forty one to thirty one. Right, especially when put up. you know you're supposed to have this good defense, and I mean they get the doors blown off them. So I don't know. I think my I think the Bucks might be licking some wounds come Sunday, and Atlanta will take advantage of it. No, I can see that. I think if that happens, we got to look at the Bucks differently in Brady. Yeah. Like maybe this is finally the wall. I've been saying that since 2014, but maybe this is finally the wall. You'll He's see going Ruff over reach straight after starting two and zero. Hmm. What's What's Tom Brady's longest losing streak? Let me Let me look that up. That's important. All right, let's see. Four. In 2002. Whoa. So before he was like Tom Brady. <laughs> so, I mean, this would be, that's crazy. This would be his second longest losing streak since 2002. You know, like. Damn. That's I hope humbling. it happens. That's humbling. I hope it happens. I hate Tom Brady. But I think it's definitely plausible. Well, well, hey. we'll see. We'll see because Cordero Patterson's looking a little iffy right now. Ooh, yeah, that's right. I think he is questionable, or he might be out. Mm. I'm still going with it, though. Yeah, you got to rock with it. It's on. It's on. It's on the record. You got to rock with it. Right. Can't change. No, the, no. There, there was a few games that I was like, eh, I don't know. Um, you know, since he's underdogs this week, but I think I want to pick Baltimore. Um, let's see. There's another. Oh, uh, you know, Washington beating Tennessee. That's that. I can see that happening. You might have dabbled in that one a little bit, but yeah. And the Jets maybe could do it against the Dolphins, but maybe, eh, maybe. I think that depends on Teddy, and you know, I've seen a lot of Teddy. You've seen a lot of Teddy. A very unique. Uh, situation to be in as a Broncos and Vikings fan. Yeah. And, you know, as boring as he can play at Tom's, he's not bad, you know. He's there. He gets the job done. Win or lose, you know, like you mm-hmm. win with Teddy, you lose with Teddy. Like it's cool. It's fine. You trust the guy to an extent. Yeah. You trust not- him to throw short of the sticks and not pick up first downs and only. Yeah. That's where only a good run throw, game comes in handy. Only throw 15 touchdowns in a season, which last year was his career high, and he only had 16. Jeez. Isn't that weird? Because, like, his first two years with y'all, like, I swear he was going to be y'all's quarterback still. Hmm. Sorry. No, you're good. Nah, he, um, yeah, I mean, we, we had a, a, a team that was built around the run. So we weren't looking for a quarterback that was going to put up, you know, 300 yards passing every week. Teddy was a guy that, you were right, could move the sticks ever so slightly, you know, just enough for a running game to pick up and take off and and dominate that that phase of the game. We had a better defense back in that time, too. So not a whole lot of pressure was put on Teddy. Going yeah, in and then that injury. <clears throat> the injury. Yeah, the injury happened. Didn't do too much with the Jets. Didn't do too much with the Saints. Um, I think it was five and zero with the Saints. 
But that Saints team was good. Like, that was a good Saints team. He had a lot around him. That's yeah. the most he's ever had. Oh, until, until now. So, yeah. I mean, even in Denver, you know, it was... I don't think you guys really knew what you were going to get with Teddy. Yeah. But pegging mm-hmm. him at the starter. I mean, and then you had Drew Locke. <laughs> if he's sitting behind Drew Locke for a little bit, what's that telling yeah. me? So... I don't know. This, I mean, this is the perfect time for Teddy to rejuvenate his career a little bit, put it on a different, on a different path. No, I think he's a backup. I think he's a he's a backup now. Like, if he if he because he had a shot in Carolina, didn't happen. He had a shot with us last year, didn't happen. Like, I just think Teddy's Teddy, and he'll win you some games as a backup. If you lose him, you know maybe your offense wasn't as good. Took a step back, but I wouldn't say you necessarily lost because of him. Right. You know what I mean? You're just a little more limited. Yeah. Well, since right. we're talking about a little bit of a lackluster, yes, you know, sir. end to the Bucks, you know, three and three straight losses, potentially, like potentially, they could be a disappointing team coming at the end of this week. But going into this week, I've got a disappointing team. You're gonna like this. <clears throat> this is a team I've been giving high praise to all off season. Team Are I've you going to use the phrase that you said before? I would say all off yeah. and specifically their quarterback. And boy, was I wrong. Golly, one and three. The Vegas Raiders, they're playing tricks on me. I picked spades and they're giving me hearts, broken hearts. This is not the start I was I was anticipating. This is not the team I was expecting to see. Josh McDaniel should be ashamed of himself. Could I'm beginning to that. think this was all Belichick in New England. We saw we, now beginning. We saw what McDaniels did in Denver. Right? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I'm eating my words, you know, and I'm I'm man enough to say, I'm humble enough to say I was wrong. All right, Nick. I owe you Broncos Nation, let's ride. Broncos I owe country. Chiefs Kingdom. I always I owe the charged up community, all of y'all, a, a sincere apology. Charge up community. That's like, <laughs> like the size of a box elder community center. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dude, yeah, I know the Raiders have been very disappointing. Um, yeah, and I do think they're gonna drop to one and four. Yeah, there's a yeah. I think they could probably finish this. What did you have them finishing this season at? No, I had them at um. Nine and eight, so still winning. Okay. I I mean I was still I was still a little too high on them, and if Melvin doesn't fumble, it's a different game. Denver might have won won that one. Yeah. But so, yeah, Vegas, they own four right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I have no faith in this team right now. You brought in one of the best receivers of the last like four years, and yeah. This is what you're producing? Nah, man, this isn't it. This is not it. They blew that game against the the, the Cardinals, man. Absolutely. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to... I mean, that defense is not reliable come, like, seven minutes into the third quarter. After that, <laughs> sorry. You can do whatever you want with that Raiders defense. So, yeah, that's my disappointing team. And I'm tired of being depressed. This is this has been rough. 
Yeah, like, you had them at like five in our preseason rankings, man. Yeah, I had them yeah, up man. there. I had them up there. I was, I yeah. was, God, I was so ready to just. As shitty as it sounds, just rub it in your face, like, dude. I told you, like, how how did you <laughs> see this coming? But roles are flipped. Well, I will give you mine. Uh, my disappointing team, Indy, Indianapolis Colts. Yep. There's some about them in week one. They haven't won in week one since like 2014. No, because they played Denver and lost. So 2013, at least week one. So, I mean, that's a long time for whatever reason. Like, they just lose week one. And, you know, the first couple episodes, I talked so highly of them, you know, and part of it was my defensive player of the year for the AFC. Yeah. uh, Shaq Leonard, formerly Darius Leonard. Uh, He's only played like a quarter. He was hurt the first four games and then, or first three, played and then broke his nose somehow last game, which is crazy. And, you know, they tie the Texans, which, you know, they probably should have lost because they, so it, they feel a little bit better because I think they were down like 23. Yeah, they came back. Yeah, but still a tie. I mean, got shut out by the Jags. Whooped 24 nothing. Um, somehow beat the Chiefs. And that's the most perplexing thing is like, how did they do that? But like, <laughs> then the next week they host the Titans and they look like trash for the majority of that game. Yep. Like, well, I mean, I don't know. Andy Reid was making some questionable decisions in that game. Like, why a, a fake field goal when you, if you make it, you're up seven and then all you got to do is get a field goal instead of a touch. Like, I don't know. That, that was weird. Yeah. But, but like, they're going to lose tomorrow. And then they're one, three, and one. And the Titans and Jags are two and two. And, you know, I know the AFC South isn't, you know, the craziest division to try to come back in, but it's they're they're digging themselves in a hole. Yep. It's gonna be hard and, to come. Taylor is out tomorrow. He's injured. He's in a boot, he's in a boot all week. So, you know, if that lingers, it's trouble. Colts are looking rough. Colts are yeah. looking very rough. Matt I Ryan thought, yeah. is playing like Carson Wentz did last year. That ice is melting. Yeah, ice is melting. And it's been melting since 2018. To be honest, since yeah. the third quarter of Super Bowl 53. <laughs> <laughs> He's not in a Yeti cooler no more. This man's in a fucking no. igloo cooler and he is melting fast. Poor fellow. Poor guy. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got a shocking team. What was it? <laughs> it's the Miami Dolphins, my man. Damn. <laughs> I was like, it's wait. The Miami Dolphins. Holy shit. The sun ain't the only thing that's got down there in Miami. Woo. Now, obviously, this whole Tua situation is, is a little rocky. We don't know what's going to happen. Luckily, they're playing the sorry-ass Jets this week. We got a quarterback who likes to sleep with his friends, moms, doesn't know right from left. Like, come on, man. This is going to be a tell-all game, I mean, for Teddy Bridgewater. Aside from that, the Dolphins team, their defense has been playing well. Their offense, when they're going, they're going. And they've, I mean, they're on top of their division right now. Like, this hasn't happened since, like, 2008. 
You know, the reason yeah, it's still four games in though. I know, I know, but the only reason why that happened in no weight was because Brady had like a torn ACL. That's true. It was Matt Castle time. But Miami looked good that year. I think Matt Moore was their quarterback. They're looking okay this year right now. I mean, to a God, like, please take care of him. I hope he's good to go in like two weeks minimum, maybe four. And he's good mm-hmm. to go after that. And I think Teddy Bridgewater is a safe option until that time comes. So you still yeah. have Tyreek Hill. You know, you've still got Waddle. You got your speedsters, right? You got a good, good tight end core. You know, your running games all right. Your mm-hmm. defense is fine. Like you can win games. You can win games without Tua. And let's see. Uh ooh. That's my so if if Tua if if Tua's out two weeks. They got the Jets and then y'all, the Vikings. So, you know, going one and one in there, they would be four and two. That's still pretty good. Yeah. Then I got Minnesota. the Steelers. Then I got the Steelers, the Lions, and the Bears. The only game that I could see them losing is the Lions because it's in Detroit. You know, and we kind of, we talked about earlier, like, you know, maybe the Jets will do it this week. You know, maybe it's a perfect storm for them, but, I, you know, like I said, wouldn't be shocked, but I wouldn't. I would not bet on it. You know, right, right. Yeah, no. I mean, I'll say the the Dolphins definitely been shocking me because like they beat the Patriots week one. You know, twenty to seven. You're like, yeah, pretty good. The Patriots might not be that good, and they're one and three, so they're not. And then they're getting whooped by Baltimore, and they just come back. I'm like, all right, this offense is crazy. Like. Yeah. It might it might be something down in Miami, you know. Mm-hmm. So if they can just weather this to a storm, and if he comes back and he's fine, you know, I, I'm with you. I, the Dolphins are shocking me, but that is not my surprise team. My surprise team is another division leader, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, they started strong against Philly last week. They were up 14-0. I think, you know, that sh- – I'll say, if, you know, I have Philly to win the NFC East at the beginning of the year. So, you know, I can't say they're a true, like, shocking team, you know. And their schedule, aside from y'all, like, the Jags, the the Lions, and who, who else did they play? The Commanders. Right. I mean, that that's a weak schedule for the most part, you know. So – I can't say them, but the Jags at two and two, you know, isn't great. But for the Jags, hmm, that's not bad. Yeah. And the way that they looked against the Chargers was insane. I think, you know, the Colts, for some reason, always suck in Jacksonville. So, you know, that, that happens 24-0. Yeah. It's still a dominating win. And then... Against the Chargers, that's when I was like, okay, I think Trevor Lawrence, he he he's arrived, you know. Mm-hmm. And they almost came back against the Commanders, you know. But week right. one, like a fluky time. There's always weird things. So they they could have won that game and you know been sitting at three and one right now. And then they got the Texans this week. I think they're gonna win. The Colts. I mean, all evidence says they should win. The Giants. And I mean that's a winnable game. Denver and London. We're going to smoke them. No big deal. <laughs> Raiders, that's a winnable game. I think this is their division. Yeah. That's, that's an ugly statement, is. but I think it is. 
their division. You know, like, let's see, they got the the Ravens, but they're at home, so you never know. The Chiefs in Kansas City, probably a loss. They'll probably split with the Titans. They'll probably sweep the Texans. They'll probably beat the Jets. Cowboys at home, they could beat them. I mean, we might be looking at a 10-win team. Yeah. That's just enough in that division, man. It's it's more than enough in that division. I think the only team that could really like challenge them is Tennessee if they get the ball rolling. Yeah. And but... you know, the first couple of weeks Derrick Henry was pretty slow and he seems like he's he's back. He's back to being Derrick Henry. Yeah. So we'll see. But no, you're right. Jacksonville has has turned things around after week one and they're looking like an entirely yeah. different team. So Oh yeah. It's a good start for them. Good start down there in uh and down in Florida. You got the Dolphins and the Jags. Tampa Bay's playing like shit. <laughs> exactly what you thought. <laughs> no, so, have you ever met a Jags fan? You know, oddly enough, my sister was like a Jags fan for like three years, like to start off football. Weird. I know. I don't know so why. Like Maurice Jones Drew. And David Garrard, I think. Like Where's Jones Drew kind of thick? Wait, what? Hmm? <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> but then she switched over to Pittsburgh, and that's where she stayed. But I've never, ever met a Jags fan. No, I have not. I have not met a Jags fan. I had a friend who was actually at the Colts and Jags game in Jacksonville. Um, she was a Colts fan, but like, she posted pictures of it, and that stadium was like forty percent full. Like, it is sad. Like nobody cares. I feel like Jacksonville is just a weird city. Yeah, like it's probably so many old people and yeah. chads. No, like, there's no other professional sports there, man. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah, but I will say, if if Trevor Lawrence can keep it going, there will be more Jags fans. For sure. For sure. They have to show up. I mean, did you know that Jacksonville is like the biggest city in Florida? What? Is it really? I think so. I thought it would be Miami. You would think. Let me see. Hold on. I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. Biggest yeah. city in Florida. Jacksonville. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Tucker only lives like 30 minutes from there. He'd be going down there a lot. Hmm. Maybe he should go to a game. For... Damn, it's like twice as big as Miami. Huh. And still no team to show for it. <laughs> yes. They look, they look promising when they first started off, you know, as an inaugural team. Like, oh, yeah. 96. Yeah. They beat whatever. Denver in the playoffs. Yeah, they, they, they were pushing things. You know, the Jaguars have always had their little moments. Like, coming into the league... They look good. And then they were kind of ago. down and out for like about four, five, six seasons. And then like 06 happened. And then boom, they're kind of nice again until like 08, 09. Then they're yeah. down in the dumps again. And they pop off again in 2017. Like then they're down. And here they are again. Like that's just that kind of team. Yeah. So what what are the odds you think? Scale of 1 to 100 that you would give the Jags to win the division. I think I'm at 56. So just over half. So if we're rounding, 
I'll say Jags, but that's not a confident Jags. Right now, if they play like they've played the last two weeks, okay, I say they have a 70% chance to win that division. Oh, damn. That's high. The only reason why I'm not a little higher is Tennessee. But the Jags, you know, they get the luxury of playing a fourth-place schedule, whereas Tennessee will play some of those harder teams, yeah. the better teams from a first-place schedule. So, you know, Tennessee can rack up a few more losses than you would have thought. Yep. Yeah, man. Yep. So, I mean, I mean, this is Jacksonville's to lose. Right now, they're on top of the division. It's theirs. It's theirs to lose. So, it is theirs. if Tennessee comes back and comes back and takes that throne, that crown, like, so be it, you know? I think I said that at the beginning of all this. Like, I think Tennessee was still the team to be the Colts because they didn't want to be. I think the only reason why I was was because of Jonathan Taylor. But I was high on him. I was definitely high on him. Yeah, you were. Yeah. For lack of a better term. Yeah, no, that that one works. That term works. (laughs) So, but yeah, man. That's us. That's week five. Week five starts tomorrow. What what game are you most excited for? I'd say the Ravens-Bengals game. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. I think... I think for me, outside of Denver, you know, it's always Denver. I think I'm looking at probably the Chiefs and Raiders because I just I want the Raiders to be done one and four and out down for the count. Now, what if Kansas City loses? Ooh. Well, then I take back what I said about Kansas City being the cream of the crop. <laughs> and it is literally anybody's division. And if if Kansas City does lose, then in the AFC West, you got to book your chin strap a little bit tighter. Because yeah. you can't afford to lose. Nope. Nope. Yeah. that's. But I don't think it's happening. <laughs> I don't, especially <laughs> here in Kansas City. Like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, the Chiefs Kingdom is going to be coming in full force. Bro, I hate it. Every I freaking showed up to to the hospital Monday. Everyone's like having a good day. The Chiefs won yesterday. I'm like, ugh, disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I mean, imagine living in Green Bay. Ugh. You know, small town. They really like. It's all they care about. It's all they have here. They'd probably find out I have a lactose intolerance and just like feed me like force feed me cheese, cheese curds, God. a lot of Culvers. Yeah, they probably would. I mean, I'd, I'd do it just because I don't care about myself. But like, <laughs> I mean, I'd do it. I'm a piece of shit, so I'll just... <laughs> I'm a garbage disposal. I'll eat anything. <laughs> nah, same. Just had some so much crumble cookies. <laughs> you said that last time too, and I meant to get some, and I never did. What time is it? Damn, it's too late, bro. Yeah. I think they're open till midnight. Hey, don't hey, say that. Don't say that to me. Well, man, I think this will. This will do it. Yeah. Yeah. Another episode of the AFC versus NFC podcast with Kyle and Nick. You know, we really sure. haven't been diving in too much about our own respective conferences, but you know, that can change. Right now, we're excited about the game. We're excited about mm-hmm. everything being back. So we'll get back to the, you know, respective conferences. But for the time being, just enjoy football, baby. Yes, sir. It's beautiful. Beautiful.
Well, we'll see you guys next week going into week six. You have a great night. Enjoy Thursday night football tomorrow. We'll see you. See you.